welcome back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardeko and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing or things that change the way you view your surfing. This week, I have one of the most requested topics that's angling the takeoff. And do you do this already? Or is this something you want to learn and be better at? Is this something you're guilty of messing up? Either letting the wave race by without you, or you end up so far out in the shoulder that you completely miss the wave in any good section. Whether you're a beginner or an advanced surfer, there is nuance and a need to figure out the best line you can take to set up the rest of the wave. There are times when to do it, and times when not to do it. The times when you want to not overthink it. It's all about how you set up that first section and relies heavily on reading the wave and observing what the wave wants to do. There's no one solution or angle that fits all, and your board's going to play a big part in the lines that you take as well. So let's dive into angling the takeoff. So what are the basics of angling the takeoff then? And if you're unfamiliar with the term, it's just about what angle you take on your takeoff. That's it. There's nothing complex, but the difficulty comes with no two waves being the same and you have to keep changing to suit the waves and the board you're riding. When angling the takeoff well, you'll be taking a good line of entry into the wave to set up your first turn to go down the line or to potentially tuck into a barrel. It's not just something learners do to simply trim down the line and go to safety. But in each three examples, the angle you take is drastically different and is mostly based on the wave. So angling the takeoff starts with positioning and it starts with paddling for the wave. Forget your angles for now. Don't overcomplicate this. You've got to catch the wave first. And remember, there's a whole other podcast, episode number two. Remember, the most important thing with catching any wave is positioning closer to the peak and it will always be easier to catch. Let the wave help you rather than scratching on the shoulder like mad. By taking a more relaxed paddle in, it's going to help with learning how to angle the takeoff. But more importantly, it's going to give you the time to observe the wave and pick your line. If you're stress paddling, you aren't looking at the wave. You want to position closer to the peak, but you don't want to be so deep that you can only have the option of going straight or the wave runs off without you. The aim is to take off in or next to the pocket. You want to surf the pocket, so start there. As you're paddling to position, always, always observe the wave. Don't paddle like you have a pair of horse blinkers on and can only see in one direction. Paddle and look over your shoulders. Observe the wave as you paddle. See how it is standing up and how that changes. Does that wave now want to run right or left? Which way looks better? These are questions to ask while paddling and looking at the wave. Is it speeding up and do you need to reposition or are you too wide? You can't figure out that without looking at it and falling a few times to learn how to read it better. As that wave reaches you, casually paddle into it. 
Look where you want to go. Observe the wave and see the line you want to take. You don't want to be looking down during the takeoff. You need to look at where you want to fit in that first turn or whatever it is that you want to do. You're not looking at the bottom of the wave. You're looking down the line where the wave is standing up. Now it becomes all about nuance in the wave and timing the takeoff. As you glide into the wave, you're going to be in cobra position, pushing your chin and chest up, observing the wave, reading it, and confirming the line you want to take. Most of this is done subconsciously with experience. Being able to read the wave doesn't mean staring at every little detail. It just means to generally take it in, and over time your body and experience will learn the signals and how to respond to them. Now that we're at that point of actually catching the wave, this is when we start angling the takeoff. To take that line and angle the takeoff, you can initiate a slight lean with one hand. More weight and pressure into that hand and the board's going to respond. So if you want to go right, you're putting more weight into your right hand. You'll also subconsciously do this by looking down the line in the direction you want to go. Your weight will shift and move the board to where you're aiming. You don't want to be doing this so far in advance. It's done as you glide in. Your paddle in should be done with nose to the beach, paddle towards the beach, allow the wave to push you, and then begin the angle and turn on the takeoff. Angling the takeoff is not about picking a big angle and paddling in that direction prior to the takeoff. Riding nose to the beach and paddling in nose to the beach means you ride down the wave and get speed. You're not going slowly across it mid-face. Your bottom turn is what sets you up with speed and the line you want to take. You want to roll down and get speed from the takeoff. If you're looking where you want to go, got your chin and chest up during the takeoff, and don't suddenly change where you're looking, your body position is going to be great. All of your body language will point to where you want to go. Just trust your hands and your feet will find where they want to be. Don't look down at the drop or your board. You should be now taking the line you are observing and just need to follow through. Initiate the first bottom turn and set up the wave. When talking about angling the takeoff, we have to discuss how different surfboards will affect the line and angle you take. And that's influenced by the length and rocker of your surfboard. And they're going to affect the line that you can take on any wave, not just how you can angle the takeoff. Very quickly, the rocker is the curve to the underside of your board, which is designed to fit into the wave a certain way based on that board. A flatter rocker and surfboard will create more speed, but it won't like steep waves as a board as the flat rocker won't fit into the curve of the wave well and can tend to nosedive when going straight down it. The length will amplify that with a longer board requiring a more gentle slope to fit into the curve of the wave. There are endless design possibilities out there, and it's not to say bigger boards are all flat and can't fit, but it's to help you make you understand your board. How long is it and what shape it has so you can figure out how well it will fit into the curve of the wave you're surfing. So we need to adjust that angle to suit your board. And the angle you take is dependent on the line you want to take. But if that line is steep and straight down the wave, or close to that, you may have to adjust your line to suit your board. What this means is that to take the angle or line that is closest to your ideal line, that accounts for your surfboard's length and rocker. 
A shortboard's going to allow you to take a steeper line into the wave. But if taking off on the same wave, but with a mid-length, you'll have to angle towards the shoulder more to allow your board to fit into that wave and take the drop without nosediving unless it has a very pronounced rocker. What that angle is, it's up to the wave, the board, and the line you're taking. The key point is to not overshoot the angle and just aim straight to the shoulder. If you aim too wide, you can lose speed or you can just miss the wave entirely. You want to take the line closest to your ideal line. Now you can control that takeoff to not nosedive, but this means you'll be wiping off speed. So again, it comes back to your line and what you want. And you can control that nosedive by stalling, going heavy on the back foot, but you have to think, is that what I want? You'll do that if you want to tuck into a tube or if you're going to force yourself to stay in the pocket. But generally, you don't want to be heavy stalling. So before I get into common mistakes of angling the takeoff and the more nuanced side of this, you need to know where you're trying to get this concept of angling the takeoff to so you can master it. And that is ideally, you want to ride down the wave with as minimal angle to it as possible. You want to ride down the wave, generate speed from the takeoff and flow from your paddle in to angling the takeoff to drop into your first bottom turn as one flowing movement. They are all connected together and that's the point. The angling of the takeoff helps you take that first line. That is the point of it. But that can be a more advanced maneuver to master that takes quite a bit of practice and failure for most surfers. So you need to work through that in pieces. And the huge nuance is your bottom turn starts early. As you're taking off, it is beginning. Not take off, ride to the bottom, get stuck in the flats, and struggle to do a decent bottom turn and watch the wave go by. So that should give you a broad understanding of what is actually angling the takeoff. It's not just this concept of pick an angle and I'm going to paddle in on that. Because the rest of this now is all the common mistakes people make and where they go wrong. And some of this is to do with angling the takeoff. Some of this is just with catching a wave. So I'm going to dive through all of these. And the first one is paddling in on an angle and away from the wave. And you might sit there and think, wow, that's bad. You're paddling away from the wave. But you will be surprised how many people do this. And for most beginners, they think that angling the takeoff or the ideal way to catch a wave is about picking an angle and paddling madly in that direction. And this isn't it. The angling of the takeoff is all about setup work. You don't want to paddle in on a 45 degree angle to the wave. That's just going to wipe off speed and you'll paddle away from the wave. And this makes you paddle towards the shoulder and away from the power source. Remember, it's all about positioning and closer to the peak will have more energy. It's where you want to surf and it's going to make your paddle in easier and allow you to catch that wave. So if you paddle in on an angle, fiercely away from the pocket, you're just making it harder on yourself. Don't paddle away from it. This is the same with turning too early on angling the takeoff. You want to wait for that glide in. You want to know that you've pretty much caught the wave. Let the wave push you and do some of the hard work. This is when to start angling the takeoff. Another common mistake is picking the wrong line and racing down the line to the shoulder. 
by paddling in at an angle of the wave, a lot of beginners paddle in and take off on a line that just throws them out to the shoulder. This is also guilty of a lot of short boarders who just race down the line. Then most of these surfers, they're going to race down the line, they're going to be chasing speed, pumping the whole way, looking for a section, and never finding it. They've set up the whole way wrong and left the pocket behind them. These surfers are then guilty of usually surfing mid-faced and never using the whole wave as well. The line of entry is across the middle of the wave to safety, and then they're stuck there. They don't know how to take a better line and reset. You want your line to set up what you want, not race to safety. Safety is what you want, and just to trim, cruise, and ride the unbroken face of the wave, that's fine. That's totally okay. But don't paddle in on a massive angle, just enough for your board to make the drop and set you up. As you progress and get better at this, you need to fit that first bottom turn in earlier. Most surfers who struggle this will angle too much and end up mid-face and have no space to fit in a bottom turn or they'll end up doing a weak bottom turn. Or they end up going straight down the wave, getting heaps of speed, but doing the bottom turn too late. You need to transition from that angling the takeoff to your bottom turn. Because if you go straight and you angle too much and you get the wave lost going racing ahead in front of you, you're just going to be frustrated. Beginners are also guilty of this, but it's a little bit different. It's when they're learning to find balance and control in their pop-up. It's when they look down, lose control, forget where they're going, and they just try and get up. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's where you're at and you're struggling to get up. But by the time these beginners who get up who want to go down the line, they see the wave has left them behind. In both cases, the solution is just to practice, observing the wave and learning to fail. Through failure, you'll learn how to adapt and fit the bottom turn in or pick a better line to suit your level. If you're a beginner struggling, try and give yourself a helping hand to aim in the right direction or work on the technique of your pop-up just going straight until you can nail that a little bit better and more consistently. Which then, this also leads to the next common mistake and it's not looking where you're going. If you can't see where you want to go, you won't get there. Simple. I've said it a hundred times. By looking, your body will move and suddenly initiate part of the lean to start angling the takeoff. Continue this through the pop-up and everything else you do. Otherwise, if you look down, wobble, get the windmill, the arms out, and staring at your board or the bottom of the wave, that's where you're going to be heading. And the wave is going to carry on without you. My favorite mistake is stress paddling. And if you're stress paddling into the wave, you aren't paying attention to the wave. You aren't in a position where you can angle the takeoff. You're putting all your effort into catching it. So just relax, breathe out. Remember it's all about positioning and give yourself that space and time to casually take off, pick your line and set up the whole wave. Not madly try with 120% effort to catch the wave and then get to your feet and go, okay, what now? As you watch the wave close out in front of you. The more time you spend flailing around paddling, the less time you have to relax and do what you need to do or take in the information to pick your line. And if you're stress paddling, there's probably a good reason. 
which is bad positioning. And positioning is always a lesson, and a lesson learned the hard way. As usual, not too wide and away from the peak of the wave, so that you miss the whole wave altogether. Not too deep that all the wave does is close out in front of you. Paddle to the best position. Set yourself up in the best place to catch it, not just generate speed. Watch the wave the whole time. Observe it and see how it is standing up to adjust your positioning to suit. So in summary, angling the takeoff isn't about picking an angle and paddling into a wave. It's about how you set up the wave to do what you want to do. Observe the wave and paddle it first to put yourself in the optimum position to catch that wave. Then once in position, keep an eye on it and you should be paddling towards the beach. As the wave approaches you and you feel that lift and the wave pushes you, this is your moment to glide in, push up to cobra pose, chin and chest up, looking where the wave is doing to pick your line. This is when you start angling the takeoff. Relax, don't stress paddle. Pick the line that will set up the wave for what you want to do and adjust that line if it needs to suit a bigger and or flatter board. The only way to know what that is the right line and not too wide of a line is to try, to fail, to fall, and to figure it out. Don't aim for safety. Aim for the line you want and how to get the most speed out of the drop and set up into that first bottom turn. Remember the very first bottom turn needs to come from angling the takeoff and flow from there, through your takeoff and into a bottom turn before you hit the flats. Don't second guess it, don't overthink it, don't complicate it, just commit. Do it 100%, pick your line and go. Don't let the little voices in your head bring any fear, tension, stress or anxiety. It's going to take time to master, you need to be able to read the wave, have a good takeoff and bottom turn. These are all skills that people often practice separately. Fail forwards and learn by mistakes and remember the conditions will change which means so too does your takeoff. If you want to improve your surfing, you can start a free trial anytime at train.ombi.co and you can start our 12-week intermediate follow-along step-by-step training program or you can start the beginner six-week step-by-step training program. That will also unlock the whole back catalogue of training programs as well that you can dive into maneuvers, fundamentals, all of it. And if you've been loving this podcast, it'll mean a lot. Share it with a friend, leave a review or leave an episode suggestion. Link will be in the show notes. So has this helped you figure out how to angle the takeoff? Has it made you realize there's quite a bit to it and you didn't know that the bottom turn was part of it? Did you think it was all about picking an angle and going for it, just cruising down the line? Are you gonna fail forwards, just embrace the suck, enjoy the falls and figure it out? Love to know, you can reach out anytime Message me in the app or send an email to info.lomb.co anytime. Next week, I'm going to be diving into the concept of if I want to improve my surfing, shouldn't I just surf more? So until then, I'll see you next time.